What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Real Bodybuilding Podcast. This is episode number 80, and I'm here with Mr. Evan Senapani. How are you, sir? What's up, Fuad? 80 episodes? 80 episodes, yeah. Wow. And that's not including all the episodes of Bodybuilding and Bollocks and now Bro Chat. I do like... You're a hard worker. You've, you've always been a hard worker, though. I got to make that money. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I don't know, man. I feel like once I find something I'm passionate about... I, I kind of like dive into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. So I don't know. I find like, it's weird. This has become like an outlet after bodybuilding. I still get to be involved in the sport, but I'm not like in a different way. Right, 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 right. So I, I don't know. I enjoy talking to everybody. The other thing too is throughout my career, I didn't really make close friends with everybody because I'm, you know, I'm in Canada and I didn't go to a lot of the shows and, so I kind of feel like this gives me an uh, an avenue to like get closer to everybody, I guess. Well, don't feel bad. I mean, I'm in the U.S. and I didn't make a lot of friends. Yeah, but you do it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> you you avoid bodybuilding at all costs. <laughs> yeah, why? Why do I do that? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I've always wanted to ask you. You have a thing about. You've always said things like, "I'm not just a bodybuilder," or "I'm not." I like to talk about other things other than bodybuilding. And like, this was always your, it was always kind of like your MO. So this is, that's just me overcompensating, just running away from bodybuilding. <laughs> but I always wondered, I'm like, what's wrong with just being a bodybuilder? Like, no, you're right. There's actually nothing wrong, especially if you do it well. Right. I mean, how many people get to be good at even one thing in life? Right. Yeah. So if you're good at something, I mean, when you really think about it, um, it's crazy because like as bodybuilders, a, a, a lot of times like bodybuilding is a tough sport. Yeah. Right. Like it's not easy to make money in bodybuilding. Yeah. So like if, if you duke it out and you like you place pretty well, you land a sponsorship, at least, at least doing it the old way, like the way that we, yeah. we had. To do it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, it's not easy to make some money. So like you make some money and then like the, the thing that sucks is like you talk to people that are in other industries, mm. like you'll talk to somebody, he'll be like, Hey, I'm a pharmaceutical sales rep. Like yeah. I'm nobody. And he yeah. makes like significantly more money than you do. And you're like, what? <laughs> not really. Not, not yeah. really. Like I'm one of the, I'm one of the best in the world at what I do and I have to kill myself and we're making the same money. Well, yeah. Comparatively. We, me and Ian, me and Ian had the, me and Ian had this conversation on a different podcast because we were talking about how like if somebody places like tenth at the Olympia, yeah, they're considered like shit. Yeah, you have nothing. But like if you were ten, if you were number ten in the world at anything else, you'd be a fucking superstar making millions. I know. I said to Ian, I said, if you owned the tenth best restaurant in the world, you wouldn't even. You'd have like a. You'd have a three month waiting list. You're get, on fire. You yeah, don't even have time for podcasts. Yeah, that's that's bodybuilding though, man. That's what it is. But I I you know I live by the sword, die by the sword. I love it anyway. I don't care. So no, no, you got you got to do what you like. But what is that? But what? But we still don't know. Like, what is that about you? And not, I do understand the fact that like you do something all day long and it's your whole life. So you want to do you want to do other things and talk about other things or whatever. But at the same time, you were extreme about it. I guess I just like so much shit, you know, like I just have so many things that I like. Mm -hmm. um, they, it's weird because on one hand, I think like my tendency is to hyper focus yeah. on things like I've never had a hard time focusing. Yeah. But then at the same time, there's so many different things I like 
And then yeah. sometimes I'm not sure which one to focus on. And I don't know. I just, I like a lot of, I like a lot of different stuff. I have no idea what you like other than like lawnmowers and like <laughs> work, working with steel and shit like that. Yeah. I like that. I yeah. like lawnmowers. Probably, I, like I think we, I think we have our other guest. We have our other guest. What the? F- find out, find out what Jay likes. I don't know. This is a weird, is this the right person? If it's not, have him on anyways and see what oh, he yeah, No, it's the right person. What's going on, Jay? Hey, man. Can you hear me? Yeah, I didn't notice your – I noticed your your name came up, and I was like, I don't know who that is. What it's, do you mean? It says Jason Isaac Cutler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that – That's my driver's license name. All right. Is that – should I not have let that out of the bag, or is that okay? No, no it's okay. It's okay. I didn't know your full name was Jason. Yeah, Jason Isaac. I Jewish uh, I'm not Jewish. <laughs> I had no idea. Hey, me and Evan were just talking about Evan's other uh, passions and how he he kind of always didn't like to talk about bodybuilding and didn't like really get involved in the bodybuilding world. But you're kind of the opposite, Jay. You're like as involved as you could be. But outside of the, like outside of doing interviews and outside of like shows, do you have do you kind of like not want to talk about it? Do you stay away from bodybuilding? I don't. I can't really get away from it, to be honest. Yeah. So it's because new. because of what I've done. I mean, I've done it since I was eighteen. So unfortunately, uh, yeah, I guess it's not a bad thing. I mean, I'm passionate about it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, we all. You talk about it every day. Are you sick of talking about it? No, but that's what I was saying to Evan. Is like, I kind of like the fact that you know I'm a bodybuilder and that's what I do and that's what I love. So it's like it's all good. But Evan, Evan is kind of always steered away from it. In a, in a way yeah he's like a hermit though <laughs> let's talk about him like he's not here yeah. <laughs> uh okay so i wanted to ask uh, evan i want to ask you what's going on after your prep you um you got ready for a show then the show got moved you decided not to do it what uh what now like what happens now are you still in shape are you still like looking at other shows um Oddly, I decided to just come off everything and I haven't taken anything for like since August. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just decided to just clean out and um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of small right now. <laughs> and, um, but I, I kind of feel good at the same time. Like I sleep yeah. great at night and it just keeps making it like harder and harder to want to go back on. But like, I know I should because I need to do what I need to do to be competitive. So um, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of in a weird place, but it feels it feels good and it's probably a really healthy thing to do so you um, want to so you want to be competitive like you're planning something for next year yeah yeah i definitely want to get on stage next year for sure what about you jay are you making a comeback yeah <laughs> i always say that <laughs> like <laughs> boy yeah i was on evan's progress um for this year and i know uh the show got moved so he bailed but i know a lot of people are anticipating him uh and he's one of the few guys, Evan, you're one of the few guys I, I think I got to, to work out. Like, you know, we trained at one point, right? Yep. That was awesome. Which wasn't, you know, I haven't done that with a lot of people of, you know, people that are competitive and, you know, it was really cool. I, I don't know what year that was. I remember, I remember that. I remember there was an, they did, that was a magazine. They did a magazine feature on that, I think. I think it was 2010. And it's it's funny because like that photo will still come up and they'll be like, yeah, I didn't know who you were. Like, I didn't think you were anybody, but then I saw a picture of you with Jay Cutler. You worked out with him. So like, 
Yeah, because I remember when you were coming up, even before you turned professional, and you know, my friends down in Worcester County, I had friends like in Connecticut area, and they're like, yeah, there's this guy, Evan Senapani, and da da da. And then, of course, you came out and, you know, got your pro card and, and were like, you know, one of the bigger guys. So it was always impressive. And everyone anticipates you getting on stage. So I think, you know, that will be a big buildup for, for 21. Do you think it's because you're such a hermit? Is that why people yeah. are, wait, are waiting? Because they just keep yourself hidden so nobody, everybody wants to know? Maybe, but it's not, it's not done intentionally. Like, it's not like a strategy yeah. or anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know why it's not like that with other with other guys. People don't care. Well, because we're out there every day, right? Like all of us, most of us post like progress photos or something all the time. So like everyone's like, oh, I already saw that guy. Uh, you know what I mean? Like when was the last time you posted a progress? I think there was like a half of a progress photo when you were getting ready for the last show. I don't know. I just, I, I'm never thinking of doing that. It's probably really bad marketing on my part. It's just not... <laughs> it's just not where my head is at and it, yeah. it's probably where my head should be at yeah um because people who post more like you know and uh, you know they always got their shirt off and stuff like they yeah. definitely have like way more followers than i do but it's like i don't know i never i never think of that jay you didn't you know nowadays a lot of guys work out together there's a lot of like collabs and all that going on why didn't you guys do that like back in your prime nobody nobody really did that back then um Man, social media has brought people together more, I think. Like, there's a lot more interaction. You know, we can – you know, I was thinking even yesterday, like, Dennis James posted his dad's birthday, and I got on there and said, happy birthday. I saw a lot of the top guys. So there's just way more interaction where, you know, we had – the magazine stuff, it limited you to conversation with the other yeah. guys, but we didn't have the, a way to easily access people um to be able to to do these kind of collabs i mean when we met up in certain places i mean evan and i would talk about that shoot we did in 10 i mean that was set up that wasn't a social media thing because yeah. i don't think instagram was around yet then yeah uh, but you know it's it's kind of weird now i feel that a lot of people just want to you know, continue to build social following. And I, I'm along the side of Evan where he just is like, hey, man, I'm just here to work out. I mean, mm -hmm. and not think about, oh, I should post this. Sometimes I miss things and I'm like, damn, that would have been a good something to post up. But yeah. I've noticed I kind of backed away a lot from posting certain things. I, I do stories and things like that. But like just coming up with like pictures to post up on hard post Instagram, it's just not something that really interests me as much. And you know, I have to throw that out. Evan's like the original bear, bear, uh, just training in socks guy. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get that from, Evan? Is that your thing, or did you steal it from somebody? Uh, no, I created that. You created. <laughs> he's not. He's not lying. He, he is not lying. Everyone copied him, and I, I can attest to this. Okay, but no, but I want to ask, Evan, did you see anybody do it, or did you just decide one day that it was a cool, like it felt good? No, I, I just, um, what made me start doing that? I don't know. I just started doing it because, well, you know, you know what it was like, you know, when I first started working out, I'd go to the gym in like some, some like cheesy running sneakers or something, you know, when I'm like 18 or whatever. Um, and then I got like a stupid pair of like Asics wrestling shoes because I thought they looked cool. Yeah. So I was working out in those for a little bit. And um, the thing I liked, I was like, man, 
these feel like there's kind of nothing between me and the ground. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, wait a minute, why don't I just make it so there is nothing between me and the ground? I just take my shoes off. Yeah. It just seemed like the logical next step. So I started doing that. But the wrestling shoes, shoes are cool though. Like I bought mine because I saw your, you had yours. I'm like, oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and then and then it was just the socks, and then everybody started doing the socks. Yeah, the socks is like the main thing now. I've and now I'm doing the socks. I finally, I finally caved it, but it actually feels better. But you like it, right? I do. I do like it. I'm not just it's doing not, it. Because, it's not. Yeah. It's not just a stylistic choice. No. It, it's, no. It's, it's more. It, it's it's more stylish to wear the wrestling shoes. Yeah, but it feels good without the shoes. It's just yeah. better. Jay, you're still rocking the Atomics, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. I, I gyms, like I train at Evan runs his gym. He can do whatever he wants. You probably can do the same thing. I train at public gyms. Sometimes it's not really suggested to go barefoot in there or with socks, you know? Well, the lift factory, they probably wouldn't care. Yeah. I've been, I've been there. They're, they're cool like that. Yeah. Callum showed up with bare feet actually when he came. Did he really? Yeah. Bare, <laughs> bare feet. <laughs> Hey, Jay, I got to ask you this because I've always wanted to ask you this. Do you remember asking me to come out to train with you a long time ago? Yeah, yeah I remember offering that to you. Okay, can I, I, I need to publicly apologize for not coming out because yeah, I felt like it was wrong of me to not come out, but it was really just an anxiety thing. I got like, you were Mr. Olympia at the time and you're like, come out and train. I got nervous. I was like, that's terrifying. For like a young guy, like Evan, can you kind of, under like you're a young guy, like if, Jay said, come to my house, train with me for whatever, couple days, whatever it was. Would you jump on it or would you be like nervous to do it? No, man, I'd be there. You're, you're, you're crazy. You didn't go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm, thought, no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'd, I'd be, I, I'd be, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm apprehensive. I don't go anywhere. So yeah. yeah, of course I'd be like, oh man, you know. Uh, how is it going to work? What about my food? Like, I just think of all these dumb things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, sh- shit. In hindsight, yeah, man, you should have gone. Yeah, in hindsight. I, like, kick myself every year after that that I didn't go. So I just wanted to say that publicly. So now you know, Jay. Um, oh, yeah, talk- I know you squatted 500 the other day. I've been keeping up with you. So <laughs> Yeah, my old ass could still handle a little bit of weight. Only in the legs, though. It's weird. Do you guys notice, like, as you get older, certain body parts can't handle weight and other body parts can? Well, I'm, I'm, old, I'm the oldest of the crew here. Evan's still going, so um, I, I was, you know, I, until I quit. I mean, I was pretty strong all the way through, but I never went. How old are you now? 42. Yes, yeah, see, I quit at 40, so after that, I never really trained too heavy after that. Uh, Evan, are you still training heavy, or have you altered your training now that you're a little bit older overcoming injury it's weird like you know upper body stuff is like great like really strong yeah but um i don't know like i feel like in, I, don't, I don't i don't know if this sounds lame or not but i feel like with my lower body training that i actually get way more out of um not just going all out moving weight i mm-hmm. feel like when i do that it just like my hips and my knees yeah. hurt um, and if I lighten it up and actually focus on it, like my quads and every, everything that I want to be sore will be just, you know, rocked. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that sounds like a cop out or not, but. No, it doesn't. Cause I just said to Paul, actually my, my training partner, I squatted that 500 and I wasn't sore after like the day after I wasn't sore. 
But then at the same time, I struggle because I'm like, you know, I think it's important to move weight, you know, right or at least have the ability to. So yeah. if, even if you don't do it, if you're strong enough to be able to do it, then that's important. So I don't know. It's a, it's a tough thing. Jay, Jay probably has some good insight on this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fill you guys in on something that probably the world does not know. Okay. Um, I was a big squatter in my teenage years. I had big legs. I was first body part I actually progressed in. I used to squat up to 500 pounds for reps pretty, yeah. pretty consistently. I can tell you from the time that I, that people started really following me close by 2003, I never put 500 pounds on a squat bar ever. Yeah. Yeah. Till I retired. Yeah. So, so when people think, oh, how much weight do you need to squat? I remember people tell, coming to me up at expos and, you know, shows and saying, you know, you got to catch Ronnie. You need to squat as much as him. You know, he was squatting pretty much 600 for reps mm -hmm. I, I, many times. Uh, but I never, I never did over four, 405 for reps. I yeah. did everything 12s. And if you follow like the training that I did, I did more volume. So I did, I was kind of a short rest period guy. So I'd only rest 45 to 60 seconds each each set so uh, for me it was really hard to you know squat 405 for 12 reps and then rest yeah. under a minute the next set and yeah. i focused more on front squats as i got deeper in my career mm -hmm. because it seemed to work better for me it was less pressure on the lower spine and uh, it just seemed to work and you know my my legs are genetic anyway so that was one of the fortunate things so if someone asked me hey how do i get bigger legs i i would be lying if i said it wasn't somewhat genetic right yeah but i do attribute a lot of the early years squatting i used to squat on a two by four on my heels and that's how i developed more of my legs do you think i know me and evan have talked about this before jay do you think how much do you think soreness plays a part in whether your workout was good for you or not or beneficial the only way i judged my workouts how uh, productive they were is how sore I was. And I don't know if that's right or wrong. Yeah. And you may have different insight on that, but if I was not sore, then I wasn't training hard enough or not enough volume or eating properly. Yeah. I've always felt that way too. And that's what I mean about the 500 I squatted the week before I used a Smith machine with four plates and my legs were sore for like three or four days. And this week it was like, I kind of sore a little bit the next day and that's it. And I'm like, okay, something's not right. So, but do you believe you can be too sore for too long? I mean, listen, I would be sore if I did legs. I couldn't sit in the toilet two days after. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I would literally, by the time I trained my legs every five to seven days, the soreness just got over the day prior. And that's, yeah. that was through most of my successful career. See, that's how I was too. Evan, were you kind of like that or no? Yeah. But I would go through periods where like, things were like really firing in my body. Like my recovery was like crazy. So I'd go in and I'd have like a record workout doing big weight for big reps and, you know, training for like, you know, a long time yeah. and I'd be sore, but then I'd be over it in a couple of days. And it was, I, I don't know, it was so much an indication that my training was inadequate, but just that like shit was working. Yeah. Yeah. Think, nutrition, everything was on. I found that happens even more when I was prepping. When I was getting ready for a show, my soreness seemed to go away faster. And it always felt like everything was working a lot better. Like uh, in off seasons, like where I, where I would strike that exact thing I was talking about, moving big weight, big reps, yeah. long workouts, getting sore, but recovering quick. 
man, like the progress I would like every workout weight would be going up and up and up. And it just like, everything was working. Um, in times for me, when I was maybe staying sore for a long time, either I was just, I guess, really just had that killer of a workout or mm -hmm. maybe something wasn't totally on for me with nutrition or, or whatever mm -hmm. it was. And I might, like kind of just move sideways with my training uh, rather than like things going up and up and up and up. Yeah. Jay, do you think there's a, something lost on today's like lifter? Because nowadays if you're sore for six days, people will say, tell you that's horrible and that you did something wrong. Uh, yeah. And I think that we still are avoiding the therapy that is necessary. And you and I have spoken this before because we talked about the therapy that we've gone through right and i mean tissue therapy yeah um I, I literally would spend six hours a week with tissue work and i would work with different uh different people to keep the fascia loose and i think you know a functioning muscle is always more productive so uh i can't stress enough and i don't think today there's as many great therapists out there like if you ask me today hey i'm coming yeah. to vague you have a good therapist I'm, i just don't have one at this point you know that yeah. gets in there and really really does the fascia stretching and the recovery. That's how their muscle is going to recover. So, um, you know, you, you, if you follow other sports like a LeBron James who just – he spends so much money to put his body in tune. Mm -hmm. Like, that's literally what I did. And fortunately, I was one of the guys that could financially support that. Yeah. So, when we talk about winning Olympias, how much it costs. I mean, it pretty much – I was putting everything into the show each year that I was winning. Mm -hmm. uh, to really make sure my body and that's hence why I think today that I'm able to function the way that I am. Um, I don't go deep, as deep in the therapy because I'm not training, you know, even 50% of what I was. Yeah. I mean, but I just think, you know, that's lost. I think yeah. people, there's too much information out there and you guys may agree or disagree that people just don't even know what, what approach to take at this point. Yeah. We tell people, I always try and preach to keep things simple, but it's hard to keep things simple when there's 18 different strategies kind of being thrown at people at one time. So, yeah. Like there's true. There's a lot of training methods out there. Yeah. Yeah. Like a name to them. Right. I mean, yeah. and that's kind of where it's confusing. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, cause we, we talk about a lot of different things on the podcast and you, your name comes up quite a bit, uh, not in a bad way, but, um, how is it that, you know, we see people who retire all the time. You've maintained like a really healthy physique. I know you mentioned the therapy, but is there something else that has kept you looking good, you know, this far after your career? Uh, consistency, like food, training, still do cardio, genetics. Let's, yeah. let's, not, let's not forget genetics. People talk about what are genetics. Yeah. Um, I think genetics, they look at, oh, well, Phil Heath has genetics. You know, there's a lot more of like, hey, we stay leaner or, you know, I think Evan's that case. I mean, I, I think that he's kind of figured out the formula where, you know, he might say he's small, but I don't know what small in this era is like to Evan, but yeah. Aller is a better term. Um, but I think uh, you have to have a lot of things. It's a pattern of what I, you know, 20 years of training and carrying a certain amount of muscle, the metabolism set at a different, at a different speed than the norm. Yeah. Uh, nothing is drug induced at this point. It's just, you know, pretty much, uh, I'm a lot weaker. I train consistent. I'm on day 52 today in a row that I've trained with weights. I have not taken a day off in 52 days. Really? Yeah. And, and um, that's again, protocol, right? Who why, trains? 
why is that? What is that? Like, what is the purpose? Just because? Uh, just because, you know, I ran into a rut um, and I changed, you know, how, what times I trained and I started getting up earlier. I started getting different foods in and I kind of just not haven't taken any days off since I'm challenging myself and, you know, I won't train and push myself to any failure of any sets, but you know, I just finished uh, a chest workout and calves right now and I train seven days a week. Wow. Um, I got to ask you this. So I had you guys, I wanted to bring you guys both on to discuss the Olympia and the guys and the placings and all that. But Jay, I got to ask you this because uh, it came up in a previous podcast. I was talking about being like half retired and missing the Olympia and, you know, wanting to be there and wanting to try and get on stage there and all that. Are you like, I can't tell which school of thought and I, I want you to kind of fill me in. Is it like I've won all the Olympias and I'm cool, I got what I want and I'm good? Or when it comes around this time, are you kind of like, yeah, I kind of miss it? Uh, very satisfied. And there's no uh, – the missing is – and I mentioned this, I think – I don't know if I did an interview. I did a prior interview, and I said the only thing I miss about that Olympia stage is the cheers uh, yeah. when they have the name or – there's nothing about the preparation besides like, I loved the, I love the consistency of the days. Like it yeah. was like, wake up, cardio, eat meal one, train, and then I'd have the days off. And yeah. it was just so in tune with, you knew what to expect. Right. Mm -hmm. And with my life now, it's a little all over the place. Yep. yep. Um, and that would happen even off season, but I, I can truly say like, I wanted five. Okay. Mm -hmm. But if you if you watch and see my reaction, whether I won or lost, there was no difference. Like when I lost to Dexter, I was happy for Dexter. And when I lost to Phil, I was happy for him. And, um, you know, when I was 15 out of 16, I wasn't so happy. Right. So mm -hmm. once I got to the top, it was like, man, I made it. But at the same time, I was, it was a privilege, right? It was a privilege to be there. Um, I never expected to be there. Uh, Evan kind of can understand where I come from. And I think you, you kind of live in a similar place, but listen, I come from a super small place. No one ever leaves. Uh, my expectations, I was an introvert. I was, I was basically a hermit the same way. I'm still, I call myself a hermit, even though you see a lot that I travel, but right now I'm enjoying being home. Mm -hmm. uh, FaceTime means a lot like in our industry. So I think I don't miss it. Uh, I don't miss it because I feel satisfied if that I'm not, I'm one of these guys, I finished, you know, four victories, a lot of second places. I had ups and downs, but I, I'm, I walked away pretty satisfied. Sorry. It's okay. So when you say uh, this came up actually uh, at a different point, when you say you missed the cheers, yeah. I said, I said that too. Um, Cause I haven't competed since 2017. And I, when I said it, I felt like it was a vain statement to make. Is it wrong to say that? Because I feel that way too. No, it's not wrong. I mean, people don't keep People can't grasp it, but it's a personal preference. I mean, the Olympia is the pinnacle, but you know, when you've been there and you've done it and like I mentioned, things become more relevant in your life mm -hmm. than what is than training for a contest. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Evan, are you going to miss, when was the last time you competed? I think it was 16, 2016. Has it been that long? Yeah. I thought I had the longest running hiatus. <laughs> no, I'm 16. Uh, 
do you miss the cheers or you don't you don't you don't you don't care about that shit do you or do you miss that cheers i mean hey look it's 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 certainly nice to be cheered for it's nice to be sought after it's nice to be um wanted and applauded sure those are all nice things uh, absolutely um but I, i don't know um it's, it's nice, but it's so easy for me, I feel like, to get wrapped up in something that I just find satisfying, and that could be, like, a lot of things. So I guess I don't really stop to think about it. Um, I mean, dude, like, it's nice winning, right? I mean, that's a hell of a feeling. You yeah. know, you go in a show, you win the whole fucking thing. I mean, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a hell of a feeling. That's big. Yeah. Well, I just, and it doesn't matter if it's an amateur show, a pro show. It's really kind of all the same feeling. Granted, I've never yeah. won an Arnold or an Olympia, so I can't say that it's all the same but you know any show i ever won kind of had a similar really the same feeling and it's it's a hell of a feeling no doubt um but yeah i'm not like man you know i really i, I don't know i never thought about it really until well, you until you asked me so well i don't mean like it's, it's depressing but i just mean like when i was thinking about retiring somebody asked me what are you gonna miss and i was like nobody will ever cheer for me again <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> like there's never there's never going to be a job i do from here on out where people all stand around and cheer for me well maybe not in, in the literal sense but i mean i mean look at what you're doing right now you have a podcast that's very successful and people love it and people yeah. are asking for it when's the next episode who's on oh that yeah. one was great so i mean people are cheering for you but so it's, it's just really in a different form but it's not the same as when you're in your underwear and you're on stage and everyone's standing there, sitting there cheering. It's totally different. But I get, I get what you're I saying. Be, I bet you if you did your podcast in your underwear, you'd have a lot of guys cheering for you. Well, you know what? Jay can answer that one question that you brought up. Is, are all the victories, like, is the feeling all the same? Or I like is, to know that. Is there different levels? Because I kind of understand what you're saying, Evan, but the Olympia being the very top, is it a different thing when you win everything? Uh, it's a great question. There's been a couple big, I mean, I'd have to say because it was more relevant in my mind. Oh, nine is like top, top because I was, I was gone and in everyone's mind finished and I came back to win it after losing and no one's ever done it. There's just a lot that went into that. And there's a lot behind the scenes. And I, I think I can speak for the way I view Evan um, to go back a little bit to the question you asked him. I think he loves the training, like yeah. the, the gym. And I can promise you the gym was more like, that was what I missed. And I'm still in the gym every day that I think we just answered the kind of both questions, but like, I love training, yeah. but I, I did the getting up there and, and having judges say, okay, well, you're good enough to be the best or not to be right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that didn't really excite me as much. That's why the fan appeal meant a lot to me, but I think, um, I think the victories, like, of course, winning the big one is huge. Winning an Arnold Classics, gigantic. Winning the Tournament of Champions to qualify me for the Nationals before I got my pro card was one of my biggest because that's like, okay, I arrived, I'm accepted. And yeah. and that's where it kind of all started for me at 22 years old. And, I mean, that was – there's so many. And so it, it's hard to say. I know a lot of, a lot of Mr. Olympia say, oh, they missed the first time, but – to be honest, I kind of the first time I felt bad for Ronnie because it was like his record, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, and then I wasn't sure how he was going to react. And if if you recall, he didn't really take it that well. There no, was a wasn't. lot of. And I, it's funny when I listened to Dexter Jackson interview yesterday, and he said the 
the show he, he, he thinks that made him the most angry was the show that Evan beat him. <laughs> oh, that was, that was the Flex Pro. Yeah. That was my highlight reel. Um, yeah. But, but Dexter wasn't – and not to – Dexter's an amazing not, but Yeah, he wasn't his best. But at the same yeah. time, he damn, I got beat, you know. And yeah. really thought walking in that show, who's going to beat me, right? And Evan stepped up and, yeah. and uh, won. So yeah. there are certain shows that I can't tell. I mean, there were shows that were, I was down 07 Olympia where Victor was controversial. That was a pretty, like, that was probably the most, uh, I won the show, but I, I was probably felt the most rejected there ever. Yeah. Yeah. Including when I was 15, you know? So that was probably your lowest win you'd say. My lowest show. Your lowest show. Wow. The lowest. And I won, but I felt like the world was against me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But so is there, is there a difference between winning an Olympia and winning an Arnold and winning a, and winning a, a regular, like just every day, like all the other shows? Yes. For me, because I was second four times to Ronnie before I won the Olympia. Yeah. yeah. When I the Arnold, you got, you got to understand I went 99, I got fourth. And the next one I did was 2002 and I won two, three, and four. Yeah. But I was at the Olympia. So it was like, I couldn't get this Olympia win. And then finally, when I did, it solidified it. And that was just a little more of a struggle than going to the Arnold and kind of winning, you know, straight out of the gate. Yeah. Yeah. So turning to this year's Olympia, do you guys, I look at the show and I don't know if it's because I'm involved on the podcast and I talk to all these guys now, but it seems like it's really exciting. Like there's a lot of jostling for position and it seems like a lot of the guys are very close um, and could kind of change positions anywhere. You know what I mean? It's not one of those shows where you can go, you know, this guy's going to be first, second, third, whatever, whatever. So what do you guys think about the placings and should we start? We'll just start at the very top. Evan, what do you think? Do you think Brandon can retain the title? Do you think Phil will overtake him or do you think somebody else will jump in? And shock everybody. Um, I mean, I think Brandon certainly can retain the title, but I would say if Phil has done all the things he's supposed to, you know, that he should have done and, you know, barring any kind of, you know, injury or something that prevented him from training the way he was supposed to, if he's, if he's been ticking all the boxes. Yeah. I mean, Phil, Phil should probably be the one to win, but I mean, I guess, you know, in, in all fairness, I, I'm sure Brandon's been really going to town as well. Um, I mean, at least some of the pictures I've seen. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. Uh, Phil, you know, give, giving Phil, I think, the respect uh, that he deserves as, as a, you know, how many times has Phil won five? Seven, seven isn't it? Seven? Isn't he won seven, Jay? Yeah, seven, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, I mean, you know, <laughs> so. <laughs> so you know affording him the respect that he deserves yeah i mean of course i would say it's probably um his his to lose i don't know if that's accurate or not but what do you think jay you know i've said phil heath all along but as we get a little closer now it's like like you know brandon's the returning and you know there's a lot of confidence flying around right now between i mean this is only people that have airtime right now between Dexter, Brandon, and Phil Heath, right? Like mm -hmm. those guys have been on camera, um, and they all seem confident. Like, okay, I'm going to win this thing. So, uh, I would, you know, I, a, a, 
a smart bet would be Phil Heath, but also Brandon, it's like, mm, I don't want to disrespect that because he did win last year and he's going to come back. I'm sure better than last year. And yeah. I just don't know if Phil Heath can be the same Phil Heath that we expect him to be. I think we're expecting Phil Heath to be like totally revamped and be something that maybe I think we're over expecting it. That's my opinion. Yeah. But I like I said, even his off has won him a lot of Olympias. Uh, he was still better than everyone else, being not 100%. Um, so I go with Evan and say, you know, the, uh, the kind of the easy, you know, to, to be right about it, I think it would be on Phil Heath. I mean, he's won, he's won it seven times in a row, right? If Brandon builds up his legs, though, I do feel like he could really – I think he could give Phil a really tough time. Like, I think he could beat Phil if his legs are just a little bit bigger, maybe from the back especially. Do you guys agree or no? <clears throat> I mean, I think Phil from behind is mm, – That's true. That's true too. Really, really tremendous. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, you know, Phil, Phil, Phil is really beating some pretty large bodybuilders. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's it's certainly possible, but I think, I think, I think Phil is routinely underestimated and viewed as not a big bodybuilder, and maybe technically speaking, he's not as big as some of the you know the bigger guys. But next, standing next to him, he never looks no outsized. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And 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 I guess if we're gonna say okay. Brandon isn't necessarily a real – yes, he's big. Of course, he's huge. But in terms of, you know, sheer numbers and sheer size, he's not – traditionally not one of the bigger bodybuilders. Yeah. yeah. So if you're going to put him in the same category as Phil, uh, both of them being not a bigger bodybuilder, Phil is still the more dramatic uh, – the much more dramatic. I mean, Phil yeah. has a very dramatic physique. Yeah. Jay, would you agree with that? Yeah, um, and I'm just going to make one statement. I think it's just clear cut. We've always talked about Brandon Curry's potential, but has anyone ever not said his legs just need to improve a little bit, right? It's always been the his upper body massive legs need to improve. I, I just hard to believe in a year's time that his legs are going to be that improved to dominate over Phil Heath from the back shots. Yeah, I think the one thing you said, Evan, that stands out that I actually didn't consider is Phil has beaten guys that were big. Like Kai was probably a lot more muscular than Phil, but Phil took him out a few times. So, I mean, there's, there's been bodybuilders that you know are bigger than Phil. They're bigger yeah. bodybuilders. Yeah. But next to Phil, it never really looked that way. So, I mean, that's, that says a lot. What about, so we'll move on. What about a dark horse? Like I've seen, you know, big Rami looks like he's going to do something this year. Are we, are we discounting the fact that he is the biggest guy in the show? Jay? Um, I don't – I mean, is he the biggest guy? I, I mean, say, wait. I would say so. I mean, Roley's comparable to him, I think. If you stood him and Roley next to each other, that's a pretty good showdown, except Roley's legs aren't as powerful. But I think yeah. I think legs are too big. So I agree. Yeah, yeah, so I think Dexter's right. He talks about balance. And that's where Dexter and Bonick and all these guys can beat the guys with the big body parts that don't have the flow as much. Um, and I think, you know, we've been talking about seeing Rami since 2013 hit it right. And 
we just went waiting, waiting. And I mean, I hope, I hope he hits it a hundred percent. I'd love to see that showdown, but uh, man, I don't, I don't know. Evan, do you think? I mean, I mean, for me, you know, Rami, I mean, I, the year he won New York and I, I was in the audience and I was like, wow. Yeah. Like he was really, really impressive. And, um, you know, he's, he's been impressive each time out since, of course, but this is going to sound, I don't know if this sounds ridiculous or not. I think his legs are so crazy looking. They're so big that I, I think it almost throws something off. Yeah. Because for a guy who's as big as, I mean, Rami's huge, right? He's going to be the probably, yes, Rolly's, Rolly's also pretty friggin' massive, but yeah. um, Rami's probably the biggest dude on that stage. And I guess, pound for pound like if you look at it right dexter's probably the biggest guy pound for pound meaning like um he kind of gives you the mess the most bang for your buck because you mean, you mean he creates the best illusion yeah in terms okay. of what he actually weighs versus what how he looks he probably gives you the most bang for your buck yeah rami on the other hand for being that massive um and i'm not saying this as any kind of slight against him or anything like that. Um, but if he outweighs somebody by, you know, 30, 40 pounds, it doesn't really come across that way. It doesn't really yeah. translate. You're not like, oh, my God, look at that guy. He's, he's dwarfing and destroying everybody. Um, that, and I don't, I don't know what the reason is for that. Is but, that a, well, I was just going to say, is that a conditioning thing? Like if he finally does get that extra bit that everybody's looking for? Do you think that's where that muscle will kind of shine the way it's supposed to? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I look back at older photos of some of the guys, and they weren't. I know they weren't even weighing in it that much. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like a guy like, say, Mike Francois, right? Mm. And he was big. He was big. He was thick. But he looked, he looked really powerful. Yeah. I and you see saying. some guys compete. And, I mean, I, to me – Rami's big, he's ripped, he's all these things, but still for some reason the physique doesn't look powerful. Yeah. Um I and I think, see what you mean. And I think to be a bigger guy, um, you know, Bonac, right, is what what is he, five foot five? Yeah, yeah, he's a shorter he guy. Looks, I don't know. He looks powerful. Like his yeah. physique really looks powerful. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't I'm not even sure what it is I'm trying to articulate, but but I would argue, I would argue, Bonac looks that way because of the detail. I feel yeah, like I feel like Jay. Why Jay? Why do you think Rami gets such a hard? He's really he really gets really uh, crucified by the public. I mean, the guy was wasn't he second place at the Olympia one year or third at best? He was second, but um, you know, he just lacks the detail. I think that some of these other guys, the tie-ins, it's just different when you have a. There's more to look at, so you expect more to, to happen when you look at a, a bigger body like that, right? And yeah. he's kind of like odd guy out when you put him in the mix with a Bonnick and a Phil Heath and Dexter Jackson. Yeah. And, you know, Bonnick's the most dangerous guy in this contest because he's the closest thing to Phil Heath we see on that stage, meaning his muscle is round and it pops. A lot happens when he poses. Mm -hmm. I mean, his front double's probably his weakest shot. But everything else, I mean, the guy's round. I mean, if his legs are back to par, they were two years ago. I mean, remember, him and Curry went back and forth, and it was very questionable yeah. the yeah. last time. Um, and he was second last year. No one's talking about him because I don't know where he is. But he's dangerous. 
so okay so what does that mean do you have you have phil in first obviously this is what we've discussed do you have brandon second or you have bonak in second i i think brandon push it i mean uh they i mean both those guys are going to push the spots i think it ends up similar to last year but phil Heath joins the mix and i don't know about chupin because i don't know if he's coming or not let's assume Let's, let's assume he's coming just for the show. Yeah, I still think, you know, I still think uh, Bonick, you know, has to get – I have to give Bonick the respect. He's been knocking that door too many times. He's got too much going on in his physique. I think it's still early for, uh, for Hadi. He's hard as nails, but not as much rolls when he poses, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but he's – damn, he's hard. You know, he's impressive. But Bonick just has – you know, he definitely has some – from the back shots and stuff, a lot, a lot more stuff going on, I think. So, so far we got Phil, Brandon, and then, and then uh, Bonac. Evan, would you agree with that? Yep, I agree. Really? I'm going to disagree with both of you. I think Rami's going to be, I think Rami's <laughs> going to be in the top three. I don't know where in the top three, but I think he's going to, I have a feeling this is this year is going to be different. I don't know why. I just think he's taken enough abuse that he's going to do something different this year so maybe Bonac, you know Bonac, uh phil even hottie the dude just looks so crazy hottie looks crazy so you know, this looks so nutty looking so okay so you guys haven't placed rami yet so does that mean hottie is fourth or is rami fourth jay dude i don't want to disrespect dexter either man i forgot about dexter dexter <laughs> is a strike very confident right now and like the guy's fourth last year right fifth fourth or fifth he's fourth right yeah he's he's always there so if we don't put him in the top five you know we're gonna get we're gonna get scolded for that because uh i mean he's dangerous i don't know what's what's up with i mean i listen i'm just gonna go with this rami's legs are still too big okay so to me it just i'm i'm with evan on that it just it's not something's it just looks a little funky to me unless he downsizes his legs hmm. so hottie oh, we can't say hottie fourth because we're saying dexter are you saying is dexter ahead of hottie evan uh you know if, if you if you say if i say no to that dexter will make a liar out of you like <laughs> he will he will you know it too right i like that though you know what i actually like that because i'm rooting for dexter to crush it so even, I if, I, even if even if i'm wrong i'll still be happy the second you count that dude out like he's gonna show up and like win the whole show so it, it's so hard to say it's just fucking impossible to say i mean look based on his record yeah okay yes dexter beats hot yes okay <laughs> okay yeah but Ford, Ford, remember you know dexter beat rami at the arnold like what last year right and not and rami was pretty good there i thought yeah, he was. He's always missing something. That's the problem. That's the problem. But I, I think, I, okay, I'm gonna. I'm not implying anything by saying this, but I'm gonna ask you guys both: Is age ever gonna catch up to Dexter? Like, at some point, is he gonna come on stage and people are gonna like, okay, finally, he's you know a little bit. He's not the Dexter he was before. Well, it's gotta happen eventually. But you just keep thinking it's gonna happen, and it never does. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think it happened one year. He came in and he got seventh. Yeah. What was that? There, I don't know. There, was, I remember a couple of years ago. 
He got, he, fit, he got second in 15, right, to Phil Heath. So I think in yeah. 16, 16, I think he was 17th, he got like seventh. And that's when age caught him. And then he found the newbie machine with Brad Rowe. Yeah, yeah. That changed, <laughs> that changed, that changed everything. Evan probably knows nothing about this because Evan doesn't follow anything. But newbie, you never heard of that? Newbie, it's like something you call someone who's no. He's like, yeah, rookie or something. <laughs> no, it's not that. Well, that's also a newbie, but this is different. This is like a. It's like electro stim on the muscle while you train, right, Jay? Or is it? Is there more yes. to it? Yeah, so basically, yeah. it's like your. It's like your tens machine that you use for therapy. But, it's, uh-huh. but obviously it's a little different and they put it on the muscle you're training and you use it while you're training. This will help me. Apparently it helps because, because Dexter came back looking like 10 years younger. How much, how much I have to pay for it. It's like 30 grand for that fucking machine. Uh, oh, uh, forget it. What's that Jay? It's 18 grand. Oh, it's 18 grand. Sorry. <laughs> okay. That's not bad. That's not bad. Evan, you just put in 18 grand and win the Arnold, you get the money back. I could buy a new John Deere with 18,000. You and your fucking, how many lawnmowers are you going to buy? <laughs> <laughs> My dad, oh, John Deere's Evan, you know, in Sterling over there. Yeah, he's, he's, he still has a bunch of equipment. He collected them, man. Every time I turn around, it was one coming on a trailer home. So you understand. Okay, yeah. I, I, need to, I need to understand. So I get that you like old shit. I've gathered that. But why the lawnmowers? And how many are you going to buy before you're good? Is it like a collectibles thing? Because you have to understand something. I don't have the money to go buy, like, you know, big, big money stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, so, I, so I make cheap fun for myself. Right? <laughs> so, like, I can't, I, can't, I can't drive around and, um, So you, you can't know, buy a Ferrari, so you buy a lawnmower. I can't buy a Ferrari, so I'm the king of John Deere. Oh, I get it. Okay. How much does a John Deere cost? Like a thousand bucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if, you know, if, you get, if you get one that needs work. How many do you got? Three. You have three. Are they? Three. Do, do they? Do you use all of them, or are two of them like collectible? No, absolutely. You use all of them. I got a plow on one, a blower on the other, and the third one I cut my grass with. <laughs> okay. Are, are you gonna order more? Or are we done? Is it just three? If I come across a bigger diesel, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, okay, going back. So Dexter fourth, Hottie fifth. I don't know. I don't think Hottie's going to show up. Okay, what if he doesn't show up? Then we're putting Rami in fifth. Um, because you got Rami, you got Roly. Does Roly beat Rami? I don't. I don't. I think Rami can beat Roly. That's if Roly if Roly is sharp, I think Roly could beat Rami too. But I think Roly's leg size hurts him and he'll be standing next to Rami who has massive legs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jay? Yeah, it's a, I think it, it's tough. It could go back and forth, you know? No commitment from either of you. Mm. Roly, assuming both of them are in shape? Yes. I don't know. There's something wackier to me about about Roly's physique. Okay. So Roly, here. What's that, Jay? Roly was third one year, right? Yeah, I believe so. Um, yeah. I mean, it's tough, man. I, I think you know it could go either way between those two. That's that's what I I would hate to call. It's really going to come down to how the condition is. Mm-hmm. 
because James, I picked Rolly to win the whole show last year, just so you know. Did you really? Uh, pre, Pre-Olympia, yes, because he was, you know, he came off, I think he came off an Arnold Australia victory, and he seemed to find the formula, but, you know, of course these pitchers, they're a little deceiving now, and, you know, that's the problem with these pre-Olympia pitchers. Yeah. You know, you never a look, right? Yeah. Yeah, moving into the next group, it's also, like, pretty hard to start picking because then the next group you have – I always put them in two groups. I don't know why. But anyway, the next group, the next guys, you're starting to talk about Hunter and Ian, Antoine, Reagan, you know, Justin Rodriguez, Akeem, Juan Morel, uh, you know, all these guys. So where do you guys think like a Hunter, Ian fit? I don't know. I'm going to say Hunter's rate. He's the closest of that. I think of that pack. I think, and you know what? I may surprise you, but I think Antoine's going to fare well in this lineup too, because he's thick as thick as hell in certain body parts. You know? Yeah, I I think Antoine's both him and both him and Hunter both too have a little bit of a like a fresher look, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think Antoine figured out the formula when in California when he beat Max. He looked big and full, and he looked you know, strided everywhere. So. Yeah, and Antoine's a lot bigger than people realize. He is. He's a big guy. But he's also got a massive frame. So I don't know if he's going to fill it out the way a hunter does. You know what I mean? So. I think, hunter, I think Hunter's going to do really well. He, he's, he has kind of that similar physique of a, of a guy. You know, well, here we are talking about, um, you know, kind of like smaller bodybuilders that are really dramatic and that's, that's Hunter. So I don't know. He probably would do really well in this lineup. Yeah. But Akeem would do really well there too. I think in those guys. Yeah. 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 Like Akeem's a massive dude and he's really, he's really found his conditioning. So is Akeem, you know, Akeem could be up there with, you know, Rami. He could stand next to Rami in muscularity. Yeah. So, I mean, could Akeem could Akeem shock all those guys and be in the five six seven spot? He could, yeah. So He's we're putting, so we're going to put Akeem ahead of all those. So <laughs> I'm trying to place everybody, guys. You got to got to help me. Okay, so uh, okay, so Akeem, then Hunter, Hunter, and Ian. Who do you have over Hunter and Ian in between those two? Hunter, Jay, yeah. I, I I haven't seen Ian compete enough, like to know okay what's what's his best, you know? Yeah. Um, he 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 lost to Hunter, right? And yeah. I just think a little hype train with him too, and sometimes yeah. that makes a difference because he's a shape guy, right? Um, and I think Ian potentially can be massive. He can still get a lot bigger, I think, yeah. round. And it really comes down to, okay, what conditions are you going to bring in more detail, right? I just think Hunter still has a little more detail at this point. So, so then between Hunter, I mean, between Akeem, Ian, and Antoine. No, wait a minute. You guys put Akeem ahead of Hunter already. Okay. So, so if we put a key, that's what you guys said. I'm not saying no, that. No, 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 wait a minute. Where, where's where's <laughs> that? I said that. We said that Akeem could leapfrog all these guys, but I'm not going to – I still – I picked Hunter to be top – possibly to, the one to break into top six because 
I think he just has the combination, but I, I, he, I still have, you know, the Roly, uh, Rami, like fifth, I think fifth, six, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Hunter seven, and then we say Akeem or Hunter seven, and then we got to go, where does Antoine fit? Does Antoine beat Akeem or Hunter? Mm, that's tough. It depends on the calls. I think, I think, uh, you know, that's where the size, you know, of those guys and the, they've been there before type thing, you know, mm-hmm. Hunter hasn't been there, but I think that he, like I said, the thickness. Yeah. Evan, what do you think? So you have Dexter winning. <laughs> what? Akeem is in third. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta write this down. I'm confused. All right. This, just... is, this is exactly as you started the show and said these guys are very close. Yeah, okay, I know. We... But close that's why. Close. But this is why I have two experts. You know, Jay, you're the you're the bodybuilder's bodybuilder, and Evan, you're the methodical one. So I bought I brought the two experts on the show to help people hash this out. And really, I need a pen and a paper. I'll I'll figure out the I'll line up the placings for you. Don't worry. You just yeah, but, but remember, um, I asked to come on here. You'd never asked me. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even invite Jay. Well, I was gonna, and then I saw that he was on RX, and I was like, well, people, he probably said everything everybody wants to hear, so he's not gonna want to come on my show after. So first, he invites you to his house. You tell him, no, I'm not coming. <laughs> Then you don't invite him on your show. Okay, in my defense, I've asked him. I, I asked him the first and the second time he came on the show. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I, I made a, and I publicly apologized for the fucking not coming to the house thing, Evan. So don't try and like make it make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna make it stick a little more. I think you could have won the Mr. Olympia by now if you would have came out and trained with me that time. Oh, oh fuck. here we go. Ouch. <laughs> That is a, that's not, yeah, that's complete nonsense, but um, <laughs> I probably would have been a better bodybuilder that, that I'll give you. Um, okay. I'm going to write these down. So we have Phil first. We have Brandon second. Yep. We have Dexter third. Dexter third. We have Bonac fourth. I said Bonac, but we'll, we'll let it's Bonac Dexter. I okay. think. And we, oh, don't, we don't know if we don't know if Hottie's coming. Yeah, yeah, so we'll just that's a you know we'll just leave that out for now. But we'll say right. fifth fifth is Rami or Roly. Yep. We'll say fifth is Rami. Rami, then Roly, then Roly. Then we're saying seventh is Hunter. Yep. Then we're gonna say eighth is Akeem, Antoine, or Ian. Antoine. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Antoine. Screw it. I'm gonna say don't, Antoine. But don't forget, there's Juan Morel, Justin Rodriguez. Uh, Max yep. Charles, Lucas Osladil. Yep, I'm gonna I'm gonna put Antoine ahead of all of them. Okay, Antoine eighth. Then Akeem. Akeem ninth. You think Antoine could beat Akeem, eh? All the all the muscle Akeem carries, and it's gonna be peeled. <sighs> if if Akeem is really peeled, then it's it's it. Akeem could jump several spots. What do you think? Antoine Jay? looked really good at that last win. Yeah, he did. What do you think, Jay? Listen, I, I'm I'm close to Antoine, and I he just sent me a picture today, and he is looking pretty good. And I don't know with Akeem, it's it's tough because, you know, he was I think he was was he in the top ten last year? Yeah, right. I don't remember. 
I know he just won Chicago and he looked amazing. Yeah, he did look amazing. It's just sometimes he gets a little washed out in those lights, you know, the yeah. condition go as much. Yeah. Uh, you know, pound for pound, it's going to be tough for any of those guys to beat Akeem. He is a wild card. Like he could really mix this up. I'm not going to say he's going to get second or third, but I think that guy can be anywhere from fourth to, you know, eighth or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So let's put, we're going to put Akeem in ninth for now, just for the sake of moving on. Then we, are we putting Ian in 10th? Yes. Jay? Yeah, I think between him and uh, him, Ron, Ron and Justin. There's also Regan and Juan Morel and Justin. He already beat Justin in New York. Yeah. I think, I think it's him and Justin go back to, like, I think that goes back. So it's him, Justin. So Ian, Justin's 11. Regan, Regan or Juan? I would say Juan. Evan? Yeah, I agree. Juan. 12. Juan. It's crazy to think Juan is 12th. Wasn't he seventh one year? Yeah. Uh, and then we're putting Regan over Max. You know, Max was pretty good too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think Regan's good. I just think he's going to get outsized here. Yeah, I think Regan's back is his best body part, though, and Max, that's Max's worst body part. So I feel like that could be a, a game changer for, for Regan over Max. Yeah, Max is hard as nails, though, who, uh, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's what I think. Well, that six-pack that's fucking peeled and his chest is striated is, like, really – when they first come out, it's really impressive to see him standing there. By the time he turns around, you kind of already have him in a certain spot. So are we saying Max then, 13? Yeah. Max, 13. Regan, Regan over Lucas Osladil? Yes. Jay? Uh, I, I, listen, I don't know with Lucas. Lucas is peeled out of his mind all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Was it? What's that, Jay? I just don't want to put Reagan last, you know. But well, there's still I mean, there's still Chael Soon or whatever the guy from uh, Korea. Yeah, I don't even know how he he looks, you know. He's got a good uh, physique, actually. He's got a good wait, physique. Wait, wait, who? Chael Soon? Yeah, I think that's his, I think that's how you pronounce. I don't know how you pronounce it for sure, but I think it's Chael Soon or Chael Soon. I don't know. He's 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 pretty he's big. Thick, yeah, he's thick. And he's got a freaking great physique. Yeah, if he's shredded, he could be like eight. Like, like he's got, yeah, he has, a, he has like a great physique. Yeah, yeah, he does. I, I, I worked with him for a little bit. If it's the guy I'm thinking of, yeah, he's got an amazing physique, and he's thick, and he's like very well proportioned, and he's big too. Yeah, and he's thick. <laughs> you said that already. <laughs> and, he's, and, he's, and he's well, and he's well proportioned. <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking with me? Or are you just? <laughs> I'm like, how long are we going to do this for before you fucking... I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> I was going to keep going, too. And I'm like, no, for... okay. So... <laughs> anyway, that guy, <clears throat> that guy, if he's shredded and they give him an honest look, could like, he could, uh, he could really like pull he's out our, some people. He's our guy. He's our, <laughs> he's our guy? Is that, is that what we're saying? All right. We're going to put Reagan. So Chael soon and then Reagan? I hate to say it, but yeah. 
Okay. He's thick. You know Reagan's gonna be. <laughs> you know Reagan's gonna be pissed, right? When he watches. You know, you know, Chul is thick. <laughs> Are you done yeah. now? Are you done? Okay, fine. I, I'm done. Okay. Okay. <laughs> He's also round. He's round. His propor- proportions. He's a lot bigger than you think. <laughs> okay. 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 Moving on. So we have our, our we have our top fifteen. I think that's all the guys. I hope I didn't forget anybody. If I did, I apologize. Um, two twelve, guy Sisternino is your good friend, Jay. Where is guy going to place? I don't. I hadn't yet to see that. I need to be reminded. I know that there's uh, Muhammad or not Muhammad. What's his name? Ashkenani. I think it's Muhammad. I don't know his first name. Ashkenani. There's uh, Derek. Lunsford. Uh, Derek Lunsford. There's uh, Sean Clarita. There's Kamal. Kamal won last year. Kamal actually looks a little thicker in recent photos that I've seen. I think he did some work with – I think he trained a little bit with Flex Lewis. So, Yeah, he's unbelievable. You, are, you already talked about the top four, I think, with all those guys. I mean – But where so, do, but who do you think – do you think Derek can win the show finally? Do you think he's been second two years in a row now? I mean, he's got the best body up there, but I just don't know if he can put it all together. I mean, Kamal's the returning, and he looks unbelievable because I saw pictures of him recently, you know? Really, yeah. Here. So, and he's already in crazy shape. So he's not going to be out of shape. I think he repeats, to be honest. If it's uh, if it's the way it is right now. There's also uh, George Peterson. I forgot about yeah. him. He's dangerous. George scares me. Like I think, well, not scares me, but I mean, like he's. Uh, I think he's going to shock a lot of people. Where do you think George will play, Evan? Think George can beat Derek and Kamal? Mm, I see Kamal winning again. Mm-hmm. He's just crazy dense and dramatic looking, and uh, there's just something about it when you know, like Derek, like last year, right? I'm looking at it and I said, "Well, geez, Derek's peeled everywhere." You know, he's he's not. It's not like I can say what his conditioning wasn't on. He's got great shape. Um, hell, I mean, he's even got a good haircut. You know, I mean, he, he looks he looks good. Yeah. You know, he looks yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, but something about it. Next to Kamal, Kamal wins. Uh, do I think G- George? Um, tough man, because George comes in in shape too. I think you know. I think Derek's shape might you know might pull him ahead of George. Um, he's certainly got a prettier physique, no doubt. And yeah. he also comes to you know the, you know it's not like Derek's going to come in out of shape. At least I mean yeah. I, don't, I don't I don't see that. Yeah. There's a uh, Sean Clarita. Sean Clarita was third last year. Sean is Sean is the Dexter of the two twelve. Like no, you can come all come all. Isn't come all like forty nine years old? No, no, I don't mean it from an age perspective. Oh. I mean that like you can you like you count that dude out, and yeah. he will he will make you look like an idiot every time yeah. Yeah. because that dude just keeps busting his ass and improving, and he looks. Yeah. There's a guy. He'll weigh, I don't know what he weighs, but he looks probably 50 pounds bigger than what he weighs. I mean, he's mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, yeah. Jay, is Kamal like 50 years old? He's 50. He's 50? Isn't that insane? I don't know how – he looks. his muscle looks clean, healthy, no tears, no nothing. Um, so where does that put Guy then? Is Guy going to be fifth, fourth, fifth? Mm. Jay? It's going to be a tough top six for Guy, I think. Yeah. 
because you got Oscar Nani, you have George Peterson, you have Kamal Blunsford, and Kamal. Uh, uh, who else am I missing? Clarita. Yeah. Clarita. I think George Peterson gets third. I think um, Clarita gets fourth. Yeah. Um, I could see that. Yeah. I just think Peterson has momentum. It's coming from third place, you know, classic, what, three years in a row, two years in a row? Wins, wins, uh, Tampa Bay. 212. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He's got the back. Yeah. He's, then, his conditioning's really good, too. Yeah. So, I mean, he's a little tall for the class, but I, I don't know. Oscar Nani's been second before. I mean, you don't know what he's going to look like. Um, so how many is that? If you have Kamal, you have... If you add Askinani, that's five. Yeah. Yeah. That push this guy. Yeah. All right. So I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to keep you guys any longer. We've been on for an hour. I've been badgering you with these placings, but I'm going to ask you the most important questions. I save them for the end. Where does the best Evan Sanapani place in this lineup? <laughs> uh, like when I was at my best? Yeah, and it peak Evan Sanapani is very best prime. Where do you fit in this lineup? Um, geez, I don't know. Uh, who is this guy? Are you talking to me? No, sorry. No, it's okay. I was like, Jay, Jay, Jay would be better able to say because I was gonna. Seen, let, you know what? Let's ask Jay first, so he doesn't have time to figure out a diplomatic answer. <laughs> Where does the best Jay Cutler place in this lineup? No, no, I want I want Jay to I want Jay to say where I would place. No, no, I want Jay to I want Jay to say where Jay's gonna place first. I want oh, I, I want I want Jay to say where Chul soon is gonna place. I was <laughs> listen, um me at my prime would still beat all these guys, I think. Yeah. Um yeah. because of the width factor, right? I mean that's the thing. Phil Heat's amazing, but yeah. Talk about you know, the width, it makes a difference, you know? Which year, which year do you think? Cause I, I would say 2001, but I think you uh, would probably say, you would probably say 2009. Yeah. I mean, both those years, I think, you know? Yeah. What do you think, Evan, about Jay? Oh, one Jay destroys everybody. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's my favorite Jay. Ah. Uh. Um, okay. Evan, we're back to you. Um, Come on, man. Just play the game. It's okay. You're not going to offend anybody. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I think I'd beat, I'd beat Hunter. Uh, where's, where's Hunter? Seven. Top six, he would be in if that's the case. Yeah, that means. I don't know. Maybe top six. So you'd be ahead of Rolly. So you'd beat Rolly then? No. No, Rolly's too big. So you'd be seventh? Yeah. I think I would be at my best right behind you. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, when are you guys heading out? Are you, are you going, Evan? You're not going, are you? <laughs> Me? <laughs> Come on. Why, did, why, did, I, why did I even, why did I even ask? Who are you talking to? I know. I know. Jay, when are you going out? <clears throat> a Thursday morning at like seven in the morning. Are you going or? I don't think I'm going to go. I, I was, I thought about it, but I got a quarantine for two weeks when I get back to Canada. So I'm like, um, what's it like for a four time Mr. Olympia to go to Olympia? Do you have a lot of engagements or you just kind of walk around and do your own thing? 
yeah, I'll be there quite a bit. I mean, I'm kind of representing trifecta there and doing my role as, you know, just trying to give the guys morale a little bit. And I've been there, done it, obviously an odd year, but I'm just there to support more than anything. I mean, mm -hmm. I'll be floating through the weekend and, you know, just kind of cheering the guys on. And I'm excited to watch the show. You know, I'm actually sat in the front row last year. I saw Hottie break through and, you know, I saw Brandon win his first and, you know, was definitely missing seeing Phil Heath up there. I'm curious to see how he's going to come back. Mm -hmm. I think everyone's kind of anticipating. They have a pay-per-view, which is where most people are going to tune in for it. Yeah. Um, you'll do your live, live thing, kind of watch as you. Yeah. I think so, yeah break it down and you know listen like evan said in the beginning of the show i mean we talk about you know what we all do after and evan's obviously still doing it but uh you know you've done a great job stepping away and i know maybe you have anticipation of getting back on stage too but you know this podcast has gotten a lot of traction it's it's bringing a lot of engagement and it's giving encouragement to a lot of people and putting eyes on people that might not have that platform so we appreciate what you're doing and you know, I always enjoy being a part of it. And I'm, you know, I'm a fan of both of you guys, even, you know, all the years we've kind of been around each other, you know, Evans, he's kind of like the guy in my neighborhood. And, and as you know, I mean, I, I followed your stuff and still follow, I get to tune in on your podcast when I'm driving to my office or whatever. So it's pretty cool. Thank you, Jay. Uh, uh, nice. I, I do have a question for you though. Does the ambassador thing come natural to you? Like when you go to the show and you know, all the guys are, because I think all the guys look up to you as, you know, you're Jay, right? So does that thing kind of come natural to you or is it, you know, you know, it's part of your job? Um, you know, I have my, I have my own kind of like, I, like my fans portion still in me where, you know, I'm kind of, a, I get excited to be around it where some people yeah. just, they walk away and walk, they don't ever pay attention anymore. But yeah. You know, I, I've been there, so I kind of know the nervousness and I can kind of see people's reaction and I can kind of vision what's going on in people's heads as they, you know, especially the, the first timers. And I know what it feels like to get on that stage. And, you know, this is this is like the best of the best. I mean, it's exciting for a lot of these guys. So I think for me, it's just I'm just me. And I, I really, you know, I'm thankful for what was given to me as uh, you know, someone that was able to achieve the best status, but more importantly, like, you know, I'm still trying to do great things in the business. And I think we all have to come together. And just like you said, the interactions a little more now because of social media and it allows us to be able to get to know these guys a little bit better. And, you know, and of course they look at my achievements as like, Oh, that's, that's what the ultimate, ultimate goal is. Right. Yeah. Um, going to find their way everyone's going to be superior in their own way and hopefully that some of these guys move on to bigger and better things than i ever did and i'm sure they'll be that case so yeah. uh it's just great to be there man and i i think uh I, I like i said i was an introvert i i wasn't a social person and i'm not necessarily a social person now but i'll always go out of my way to say hello to everybody and yeah. encourage them to stay at it mm -hmm. evan before we go uh, your competitive plans. Do you have any, or are you just going to play things by ear for 2021? <clears throat> I'll probably just play it by ear. Um, nothing, nothing set in stone. New York, um, New York is, a, is yeah, it? Ten, ten, tentatively speaking. Yeah. 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 Okay. Are you going to post any progress photos for anybody to see how you're looking right now? Uh, how I look right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, uh, we'll wrap, wrap it up here. And uh, I appreciate you guys coming on, man. Thank you very much for the time.
Thanks for having me. Okay, gentlemen. Talk to you later. Bye. See you guys.